Hello and welcome to frame 56 of Me 1 versus Me 2 snooker. We're here in the Leonard Nimoy Arena. Um, the, the last person it was named after, Richard von Weizsäcker. Um, you'll remember his family got in touch to say they didn't want it named after, but hopefully Leonard Nimoy, I would imagine, would be a fan of Me 1 versus Me 2 snooker. Uh, he would certainly be impressed by the way it's lived a long time and if it had prospered and prospered, though it hasn't prospered, so that bit isn't true. But um, I, I don't, I can't, he is one of my favourite people ever, so I hope that that name will stick. The Leonard Nimoy Dr. Spock Arena, we can call it, to give it its full name. Uh, and it's very exciting uh, today because, of course, you may be aware that uh, I've had a small uh, child. I think it's done a wee, but I'm going to pretend she hasn't for the purposes of this. Here she is. Uh, this, Phoebe, is the snooker board. That, now, I want you to familiarise yourself with this because this is the family business. One day, you will be playing yourself, hopefully, on this very same board. Maybe a futuristic board. Might not be green in the future, we don't know. Uh, Lionel Smith is also in the room, uh, and as Phoebe will be watching the game from her little playmat, and I'm sure she'll be watching closely. You all right, Phoebe? <laughs> uh, you're Phoebe 1 someone said you should be Phoebe A and Phoebe B but that's stupid you're Phoebe 1 and Phoebe 2 and so far you haven't really got one personality so you know it's hard to split that into two but watch daddy at work and look and learn this is bring your daughter to work day um, she, uh, she's obviously me 1's child uh, and me 2 is having to cope with being involved in the upbringing of this child uh, Lars Rivers trying to get attention by um uh, so that just put you know, my baby down there by kicking around a Ferrero Rocher uh, uh, wrapper. I'm a bit tired, we've not been sleeping so much. Uh, it, obviously, if anything happens with the baby, we'll have to stop. If it cries, we'll just have a brief interim. Um, uh, Ian, of course, Ian Ferrero, who made the Rochers, also died, but he missed out on getting the arena named after him just by the fact that I haven't been able to get to the snooker board for three and a bit weeks because of this baby. I mean, it's been more than that because obviously the previous one was before the baby. It's been really difficult. My wife's at the doctor's now, so I've got a chance to uh, get a quick frame in. Uh, so that's very good news for me. So uh, we'll, I'd have to watch out for the cats. I have to watch out that snooker balls don't fly off the table. Me too might be deliberately doing that. Uh, and Phoebe is making a little growling noise. I think in anticipation of, of what is to come. So let's talk to the players. It's currently uh, 25 all, I think, or 26 all, 25 all. Uh, and uh, me too, of course, handsomely won the last frame. So me one, how are you feeling about being a dad? I am Richard. I am delighted about being a father. It's given me a new perspective on life. It's made me realize what's important and what is important is family. Yeah, sure, I'll carry on playing self-playing snooker and I'll have to do a fantastic job to raise my children and, my, and help with my family. But... Um, you know, I've realised there's there's more to life than just that this is a job that I can do in order to be with my family. You know you don't get paid for this at all. Well, not yet, Richard, not directly. Though I should mention that um, many signed balls are going... Like, this is a bit commercial, uh, me. Do you really want to invade the, in the, the, the podcast with this kind of commerciality? I do, Richard. Many... Um, uh, <laughs> many... Uh, uh, we've been selling uh, signed snooker balls on eBay 
uh, auctioning them off and they've been going for a surprisingly large amount of money these obviously aren't the snooker balls that I play we play with here on the snooker board in the Leonard Nimoy arena uh, otherwise we wouldn't be able to have a full game we've bought some more and um, they're being signed and so do go to eBay check Herring1967 and you might be able to buy uh, your way into a little bit of history we won't do too many of these signed balls so they may one day be worth some money at the moment they're selling for a surprising amount of money uh, and that is helping to fund future podcasts so thank you for that uh, thank you, me one that's a bit. Uh, from a, I don't. I don't really approve of that commercial break. Uh, but you know, if you want to buy those stupid balls, do go and have a check out. Check out. The, the, they're going up every week uh, on eBay. Um, so, well, it's nice that you know, being a father has made you think about commercial concerns. Though I should point out, none of that money will go to the baby. Uh, it all goes to internet projects. Um, but me too. How are you feeling? Well, Richard, I am disgusted in having a baby. I. That baby, it may be a beautiful thing for me, one, but in a sense for me, it diminishes me that every step that we together take towards normality, to more domesticity, it destroys me. The me of the past, the hard drinking, womanising, drug taking if he wasn't scared taking drugs, me, going out on the town and now having a baby, it means I am diminished. I disappear. I hope that... That won't affect my snooker playing. I'm certainly going to put everything into the snooker playing because I don't have anything else but apart from snooker and I'm determined to wipe the smug smile off me one's face. It's disgusting how happy he is being a father uh, and sick-making. Who cares? Who wants to know about that? I care about the kids in hospital, my fans in hospital. The good thing about caring about them is most of them just die quite quickly, so there's no long-term responsibility uh, but I do care for them when I'm playing for them. You know, you knew, if you're one of those kids, you probably not want to, you might be one of the one who survives. I mean, you know, hardly any of them do, but you might be one of the ones that does. So good luck in your fight. Uh, but I think we should let the, the snooker do the talking, Rich, and uh, I'd like to crack on. Well, yes, I think given um, the dangers involved in here, there's a baby on the floor, she's mewling, she's puking slightly, and there are two cats running around who are so far avoiding her. I will have to keep an eye on that. So let's ha- hand over uh, to... This is frame 56. Let's hand over to commentator one, who has signed some uh, one ball, and that has been sold, uh, and commentator two in the Leonard Nimoy Dr. Spock Arena commentary box. Specially new, specially made for the new baby. Smithers, just check... I should just say, Richard, as we get here, Smithers is just having a look at Phoebe. Phoebe says, hey, hello. She seems fine. I'm just going to go over. Hello, darling. You're right. Play with this thing. This could impact a little bit on the game, but we'll see how it goes. So, to, we, I don't know who's breaking actually. Let's have I should have checked that before as a commentator. It is. Um, me one to break. Me one is breaking. This could be the first time Me Too goes ahead in Me One versus Me Two Snooker if he wins this frame. But, uh, oh my goodness, straight from the off. Uh, that might be the first time that's happened. The red ball has gone into the top right-hand pocket. Uh, the pink ball is right by the centre pocket as well. If you can click, click this right, he's done that. He's done it right. He's also knocked a pink ball down to me one. And you can hear from Phoebe how excited she is about this right from the off seven already. And an easy run to the bottom pocket. He's got it, but he's followed in off. Oh, what a shame. So me one gets seven, but me two gets four points for that. Following through there, what a shame. Me one, seven. Me two, calculating, calculating, four. So that, I mean, that was really a, a, a fantastic start for a fatherhood for me one. He should really have got a break of eight there at least. Could have been on a colour. Me two, 
He smashes things, actually manages to knock her quite an easy red away from the pocket by trying to do a plant. Me one, slightly impeded up the wall. And uh, that has affected that shot. Me two. He says he's diminished by the birth of the child. Will this affect his play? We'll wait to see. Me one. Well, that was amazing. That was just an amazing shot. Me too. Me one is playing with a vigor that I don't remember seeing in him for a long time. He pulled a, a red ball sort of top left-hand quadrant and had to clip it back towards the top left pocket and it went in. He's going for a very difficult green here now, I think. I don't know, he's missed that by some way. But me one, certainly coming out the, uh, the gates. The fastest here, me too. Oh, and he responds with an amazing shot. I wish you could have seen that. There's times I wish this was filmed. Uh, not only did he clip a red ball into the top left-hand pocket, which was very good, but also hit another red, which went into the bottom right-hand pocket. So he's actually got two balls in with one shot. That's two points. He's going for the black. If he can get this, he will be back ahead. Phoebe is very excited. Oh, he's, he's just called that a little bit too... Uh, he just cut it a little bit too fine. Me, one, eight. Me, two, six. So, really, it's very close already. Me, one. Should have got that. He's trying to impress his daughter. Me too. Trying to break the heart of a little baby. Um, doesn't do well there. He's coming down the table. No, it's not really. You alright, Phoebe? Yes, Phoebe's fine. Me one. Beautiful shot. I mean, there's some very good play here between the two of them. There's a lot on uh, at stake. And me one has another gun. Pink, very straight. Pink, he's got it. It's his second break of seven. Unfortunately, that pink goes in the way of a red that he might have had a chance of getting, but there is one down the bottom of the table. Could he get this a three-ball break? He, no, he, well, no, no, he's good. And he's gone in off again, just to keep the symmetry going of that. He gets seven, me two gets four. Uh, overall, that's good for me one, of course, as mathematics fans will have realised. Me one, calculating, calculating, 15. Me two, 10. So, me two now. The baby just grizzling, she's fine. Ooh, that was a beautiful shot. But the red ball, long shot into the top right pocket. The, the ball jingled and jangled around the pocket like Harrison Ford, jingling and jangling around in an aeroplane that then crashed. He's a rogue accident prone person. He's like Mr. Bean. Uh, and he's all right though, so it's fine. Me, uh, one, I think now. Oh, he had an easy red and he missed it entirely. He was trying to just clip it into the pocket. So me too's almost all of his points have come from me one's errors. 12 of those 14 points, it's 15-14. Uh, me one, me two, he doesn't miss. He does not miss chances like that. He's got the brown that's on, he's got the blue that's on. He's obviously gonna go for the blue, it's more points and also sets him up for the red. He's nicely potted that blue and he's on the red. So me two, me one has come out fighting and me two realizes this, I think. And he's fighting for single men and the childless people everywhere. Oh, it was an easy red and he missed it. How did he miss that? He's in the lead. Let's go to Robot Voice for the current score. Me one, 15. Me two, 20 points, 20 points, 20 points. That's a lot of points and that's why me one. But she's checking Phoebe's still in. I thought she disappeared and she's still there. I'm a very good father, don't worry. Uh, me one, some work to do now to catch up. Mainly is on the ball. Beautifully done, beautifully, beautifully put in there. And he's put himself on the blue. He's sitting down on a chair to play this. That's how confident he is. And uh, you don't see that at the Reading Hexagon. 
He's potted the blue. So there's a lot of fast and fine play going on here. A lot of potting. Can he get that three ball break that he's so far eluded? He can. Beautiful. And is he on the pink? I mean, this would be amazing if he was. Ow! It's just, ah! Me one had some slapstick humour there. Me one has just walked into the exercise bike and hit his bare foot. He's playing barefoot today, as is me too. He's recovered. Um, well, that will probably make what happened next on the question of sport. Uh, me one, he's taking as long time as he knows it's a tricky pink, but if he can get this, he's right back in the game. He's hit it too hard. He's hit it too hard, but I think he may have created a snooker. So he got seven points on that break. Me one, 22. Me two, 20. And this is a fiendish snooker. I mean, this, the green ball is in the way on the right-hand cushion. The black and blue are pretty much where you would have to hit the ball to get the red. And the pink and the yellow are also blocking the red. I mean, I've got no idea how he can get through this. I, don't, I think it's absolutely impossible to to do this. I've never seen a snooker like this, so Me Too is in a lot of trouble. He's gonna try and swerve it around the green and no, that's not possible. Is there any way to do this? I mean, I just don't think there is. I don't think it's physically possible to get down there. Uh, we've never seen anything like this in the whole of Me Snooker. He's just gonna bash it and hope, and that's been called a miss. And I think that's gonna happen a lot. That's a four point penalty. And uh, Me Too has to play again. And he had another smash through that, and that's an, another miss. But he did hit the yellow. Uh, so the referee's saying free ball. So Me One gets eight there. Me One 30, Me Too 20. Uh, any ball can now count as a red ball. That is the rules as the referee understands them. He's going for the yellow. Pots it nicely. That's counts as one point, of course. He's in danger of snookering himself if he gets. He's going to go for the brown, I think. It's been a very exciting game. Oh, he's missed the brown, and that might be a good thing. And he's created an even worse snooker here. I think the blue is coming the way. I mean, this is actually a bit gettable, I think. Me one, 31. Me two, 20. Um, no, I mean, this is hard as well. I mean, me two thinks he can get through the gap. He's incorrect. <laughs> Well, that was an amazing shot. He, uh, he tried to get through the gap, hit the pink, uh, but also did hit the red and potted it, but of course, to no avail. So me one definitely in the driving seat now, coming up with the yellow. I think the pink's in the way of this shot, but he's gonna give it a go. No, he's missed it. Can me two come back? Phoebe is very excited. Me two, a bit shaken up, I think, by what's happened, misses that shot. Me one. Tries to double up into the top. That was an interesting idea. Did not work for him. Me too. Can he come back? That was a beautiful shot there. Beautiful long shot. Yellow into the top left hand pocket. And he's got a good shot in the screen, I'd say. Oh, he's hit it too softly. Me one. 37. Me two. 22. These colours are vital. And me one. He tries something tricky, he got a bit too cocky there with the green ball and went in off. That has given me too a valuable lifeline. He's only 11 points behind. He's missed the green entirely. He's come down the table, the cue ball's hit the blue ball, which is on the bolt cushion. 
And gone in off as well. Of course, that only gives me one five points, but that's a valuable five points. Me one. He tries to get the crit the green in, fails. Not quite, he hasn't quite left that on for me too. Me too might attempt to snooker. He's failed. Me one. Ooh, nearly puts the black in. Uh, the baby is still alive. Me too. Uh, hits that too tight. That's going up the table, but that's no problem. Me one. Oh, he just took a smash of that. It went, hit the right cushion, hit the top cushion, and somehow went into the middle, middle pocket. Me one. Having a bit of luck, but also I think very dominant in this game. The fatherhood is virile. Ooh, and he nearly got that brown. The brown's coming out of the table. It's not going to go in. So my goodness, it's been a, uh, it's been an amazing. Let's just check the scores. Me one forty-five. Me two twenty-six. But there's twenty-two points on the table, so anything can happen. Me two. He goes for that brown. Just you heard the double kiss. It bounced back. Me one with just not even really looking at the ball. Just played a beautiful double into the top left hand pocket. Uh, he tries to also double the blue. The referee having to move some table uh, balls from this top. Uh, right hand pocket rather it is, uh, but uh, and Lino running through the through the through the, uh, the Leonard Nimoy Arena here. So there's only 18 points on the board. I think it's me two's go. He nearly potted that, which would have been foolish, but he's left it on. I think me one has this wrapped up. Oh, but he that, he misses that easy blue. Me too needs some snookers. What's he going to do? Not really. Safety play is not his forte, as that shows. He's left that blue right in the pocket. Me one pops too easily. I mean, it's surely over now. Me one. Oh! And that pink, unbelievably, just smashed it. It jingled and jangled around in the pocket like someone in Fifty Shades of Grey. Probably, I haven't seen it, but I imagine probably jingling and jangling with their cock around someone who's tied up. That's more or less what it is, isn't it? So over to commentator too. I mean, surely the game is over. Yes, I think the game is over. We've got down to the last two balls. Uh, me one has snookered me two, despite there only being two balls on the table. And has 54 points against 26. So yes, I think it's over. Thanks for coming to me for that wonderful insight. You signed a snooker ball, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I didn't want to, though, but I did. Well, why did you do it if you didn't want I don't agree with it, the commercialisation of the snooker. I don't like snooker. Well, why sign the ball? Because, you know, I just did. Good. Okay, well, it's nearly over, folks. It's been a quick frame. Me too. It's not actually a snooker. Commentator one didn't even get that right. Uh, nearly created his own snooker. Right. Oh, and the ball, the quick ball there. Dangerous with the child in the room. Mounted the curb, but did not go in. Uh, it doesn't really matter who's going it is, I think this is uh, me too. He's trying to get a snooker and fails. Me one face just has to point this pit, pot this pink. I think if me too was any kind of man he would just concede, but he always is a try and you never know with me versus me snooker what will happen. Let's say this is me too's go, I can't remember. Oh no, it was me one's go, wasn't it? Oh, I mean that's it, he's potted it anyway, it's over either, either way. But I think it was me one's go actually. And me one, doesn't really matter. Me one is going to claim those six points, uh, perhaps controversially. And the final score is Robot Voice, me one, 60, me two, 24. So regardless of the truth of what happened in that last shot, 
Uh, it's me one as one. Me one is 26, 25 up. Me two has failed to go ahead. Once again, he is chasing me one. Back over to you, Rich. Well, that was fine. I mean, luckily we got through that. I think Phoebe is fine. Um, you know, I think she is. Oh, a snooker cube just went the right there, nearly fell towards the baby. But the Benjamin father, Lee One, caught it. How are you doing, darling? Did you enjoy your snooker? Do you want to do that when you grow up? That's your job. That's not going to be your job. Say hello to everyone at home. Just to make a size, if this is the most boring thing you've ever seen. Some babies never experience me one versus me snooker, me two snooker at all, and you're not even four weeks old, and you're, you're seeing it for the first time. Yeah, all right, yawn sarcastically, I don't care. So, um, over to you, uh, me one. How are you feeling? Well, Richard, I'm holding my baby in my arms. She's just done a little smile at me as well. Uh, and it may be that she's pooing. It's a bit early. For oh, it was a lovely smile at me. Hello. <laughs> Uh, and uh, she's happy I've won because she knows that the snooker, she's more important than the snooker, but I played snooker for her, for in her honour. So I don't see, I, it's interesting that I haven't lost a single frame of snooker since I had a baby, Richard. Um, I think you'll agree I played pretty shit hot. No, uh, excuse my French, Phoebe. Um, so I'm delighted about that. Uh, and, you know, I think Me Too is diminished by what I've done, both on the snooker board and with my other snooker cube, you know, the one that shoots white, little white balls out of it, cube, um, my penis, I've kind of lost the tack there. It is a virile penis, and my snooker cube is as virile as, as my penis. Uh, and, you know, I've created life, and I've won a game frame of snooker, which is more important. I mean, they're both important in different ways. That's what I'd say. Uh, me too. Now, uh, how are you feeling? Well, Richard, I know I... <laughs> I thought I played quite well. I got that, that. I was snookered, and maybe that snooker was a metaphor for what has happened to me in my life. You know, it was an impossible situation to get out of, wasn't it? It genuinely was. I don't think even Jimmy White, Stephen Hendry could have got out of that one. Uh, and that is what's happened to me. I've been lumbered against my will with a baby that isn't mine. I have to get up in the middle of the night and help with this. Um, yes, yeah, she looks at me, and she's got big blue eyes, and she smiles, and. She, some people might think that's cute. I don't think it's cute. I think of all the drinks I could be drinking and the women I could be kissing. And, you know, all I've got is a baby to kiss. And is that, you know, is that better than kissing a stranger in a bar when you're both really drunk? No, it is not. It is not as good. Me one is wrong to think that. Clearly, everyone with a baby is an idiot and everyone who does not have a baby is cool. Well, that's the eternal dilemma, but uh, it, me too. But it seems that uh, at least for now uh, having a baby has made me one a much better player I mean he played he did make some mistakes which helped you know most of your points came from his mistakes but uh, he also did play some amazing snooker getting almost a couple of three ball breaks which is I think well you know if it hadn't been for the in-offs that is almost unheard of in this in this at uh, this level of me playing snooker so uh you know it's been a very exciting frame well I'd like to thank you for listening it's gone on for 23 minutes which is quite quick Phoebe has managed not to get upset. I think we may go and change her nappy now. I think, uh, I just like to say, Richard, this is me one speaking. Maybe me too should change the nappy because he lost it. <laughs> yes, that's very funny. Uh, me one, I think you're right. Yeah, all right, well, I'll do it. But, you know, that's just but not because I love a baby. It's just because it is the punishment I have to take. It's uh, castigate, self-castigation. I'm happy to do it. 
Okay, well, uh, if you've enjoyed this, why not try listening to the Lord of the Dance Settee podcast, which is also on the British Comedy Guide and iTunes, as this one is. Uh, it's got less snooker in it. It's a little back-behind-the-scenes look at touring, uh, extra stories from my for my show that don't make it to the show, and uh, episode three has a lot of uh, outtakes from some shows that I recorded quite badly uh, in... Um, I'm using a phone in my pocket, but there's an interesting heckler that we had in Chorley that, uh, at the end of that, which you might want to listen to. It's quite amusing. So thanks for listening. I'm glad that the Me versus Me snooker is carrying on. I uh, hope Leonard Nimoy's family uh, understand the honour he has been given by having this named after him. Uh, Phoebe is yawning. She is bored. One day you will see how amazing this is, darling. One day you will love me for this and you'll think, you'll be going to school and you're saying, my dad is that bloke who plays himself at snooker in a basement and the other kids will look at you with disbelief at what you're saying, but you will know that I am that guy and you'll be proud of me. Uh, so thanks for listening. Do tune in. Come and see me on tour. I'm coming to uh, Crawley, Maidenhead and Canterbury this week and uh, heading off to Reading and Didcot and Bristol and... Let's have a little look where I'm coming, just so that you that I don't miss anyone. Reading, Didcot, Bristol, I got that right. Uh, and then Newcastle, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Chesterfield, Norwich, Birmingham. There's tickets for most of these shows. Some of them are selling well. I think Cardiff might just have sold out. Bristol might be sold out. There's a couple of gigs in Bristol, though. Uh, there's certainly some tickets for Canterbury uh, and uh, Reading sold out. Uh, I think Didcot's nearly sold out. So come along if you can, help support me and my tiny baby. Say hello to them. I need nappies, Daddy. I'm so cold. I have, I've got nowhere to go. Oh, come on, Phoebe. We're looking after you as best we can. So none of the money from the snooker balls comes to Phoebe. But if you do come and see me on tour, uh, some of that money will go to help raise my child. So think about that as you sit in your chairs. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.